everyone, Justin Lyons, founder of Blaze, back with another micropod. I wanted to talk about something that just got shared with me. Um, a uh, a hip hop artist named Juice World came across my my digital desk, so to speak, that he had uh, died here in Chicago uh, at Midway Airport. Um, I remember specifically when Miles heard this song, how excited he got. It's a catchy song. Um, I'm all for music that's got depth. I'm all for an artist that can be honest about what they're struggling with. Um, and I think there was something appealing about this guy but I gotta say even if you've suffered a little pain, you've had a light bulb moment that you want to change and you can make a good song out of it with a good beat and a good hook and you can get a bunch of young people listening to it. That's not where you stop. You know, it's sad though. I grew up listening to music that talked about drug addiction when I was a kid before I tried drugs. I grew up with the grunge guys. I grew up with Alice in Chains. And I only have to say Alice in Chains because if you listen to Lane Staley's lyrics, they're poetic. They're, um, he was an amazing singer. They made amazing music. But he was battling heroin addiction the whole time. He turned it into art. But the danger is that when we take our pain and we turn it into art and we gain success, it becomes a, a curse, not a blessing. This young man, 21, I believe, clearly has a talent and an and emotional capacity and self-awareness and desire to be better. He gained all this fame, had somebody who probably cared about him, was trying to get better, trying to battle his demons. You start making all that money, you start having people around you that enable it, that want it for themselves, that manipulate you for it. You can mask it a little bit. You know, you don't have to feel when you've got extra money, you don't have to feel the pain. I always said that the reason I didn't die of excess when I was younger is because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't imagine struggling with addiction at that age in your teens and early 20s and having unlimited resources. 
and these leeches that follow you around and make you feel like you're never really alone, that make you feel like you always have something, some community. So you never really hit that bottom that's necessary to break out of that funk because you've got this entourage. He had the private plane, the 70 pounds of weed on his jet. Probably beautiful women, good food. Everyone telling him he's amazing, but a bunch of cockroaches around him. And so, here's this young child, this shining light. People did love him, but it was probably, could probably count him on one hand, how many of them truly loved him. And he felt it, I'm sure. You always do when you're real and you're battling something, but you can't escape it. And, uh, I don't know. And it shows up. That was all, you know, shows up at midway, gets off this jet and, you know, has seizures and dies. So, and then they find a bunch of marijuana in suitcases. Whose idea was that? To transport 70 pounds of weed. Who was using him for that, right? What dealer was giving him free stuff just so he, they could access his network? and his wealth and influence. It's scary out there. Um, and I, I guess the message is, whether it's 2019 or 1992, music is a powerful art form, and it can seduce a young person into romanticizing uh, pain and suffering and drug addiction and sex and violence and even depression and it can romanticize all these things because artists are brilliant at expressing themselves but it can seduce them into wanting to feel that even though they're an innocent shining light today it can seduce them into saying, I want to feel that pain of a heroin addict because it allowed him to create such beautiful art and I want to be famous. I want to be on a stage. I want to look like broken and people adoring it and reading about it like I am for him or her. So I think about that a lot. I was seduced by a lot of that and a lot of those guys are dead a lot of those guys are dead and didn't even live happy lives but you don't know that as a kid you just hear that music and you go into this fantasy land so I try to think about that with my kids I don't tell them stories of things I did I don't laugh about the wrongs I did or I try to I'll share at some point when I think they're out of the danger zone but middle school through college, it's the danger zone. And I just, uh, just want to keep it honest and real with them, but I want to protect them and always get them to think critically about things. Okay, you hear this song by this guy, but I want you to think deeply about the real pain of drug addiction and 
See how you're addicted to that video game. Imagine it gets so out of control. You don't even want to talk to your family or have dinner with them and you end up being alone and then you lose your family. So you're really sad. So you have to do more video games and it just spirals to something dark and, and miserable. Does that sound romantic? Does that sound like something you want? So don't mean to get dark, but Juice World died. And I think a lot of kids like listening to his music. But as parents, you could use that as an opportunity to sit down with him and celebrate his willingness to want to express his pain and get better. But also, it's a cautionary tale of you don't want to get to the point where you have to sing songs about your addiction. Trust me. Talk to your kids about this stuff. Thanks, Juice World, for at least making an attempt to... Uh, to share with folks your struggles and desire to get better and you're flawed like we all are. So rest in peace and uh, thank you. Peace.